Amen. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito and also International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours of uncompromised Christian radio. Praise God. You can listen to us at internationaldeliveranceministries.org. Praise the Lord. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion and the topic is the timing of of the rapture the timing of the blessed hope of the church of the lord jesus christ when the church of god meets the savior in the clouds and is forever with the lord amen does this occur before the tribulational period in the middle of the tribulational period or after the tribulational period or after the sixth seal is open in the tribulational period we want to look at that right now and see what the bible says before we go into that we want to go into a time of prayer amen father we give you thanks and praise lord that we can come before your presence i pray you touch all those oh god listening to the sound of my voice when i speak your word oh god from the holy scriptures themselves god because lord it's not the teaching of man that we go by but it's by the word of almighty god we give you thanks and praise for man should not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Help us to be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. Save souls, encourage believers. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. We want to go and talk about the timing of the rapture of the church. Now, what does the Bible teach? I'm just going to say it right out. The Bible clearly teaches a pre-tribulational rapture of the church. Let me say that again. The Bible, the Holy Scriptures themselves, clearly teaches a pre-tribulational tribulational rapture of the church now many will say oh no it doesn't no it doesn't no it doesn't those who uh, oppose a pre-tribulational rapture and here's what well, here's the thing we're going to go and look at what the scriptures teach not what i teach not, not not my rather not my ideology not a particular ideology of a denomination or of any particular church but what does the scriptures themselves teach concerning this important topic i remember years ago when i was in bible school there was a, a man a man a Bible school teacher, one of our missions teachers, amen, and he wanted a, a, a prophecy book, amen, but written by a, a pre-tribulational author talking about the pre-tribulational rapture. And somebody, uh, another student overheard us talking. He said, well, what, what does it matter? It doesn't matter when the Lord comes back as long as he comes back. And I'll never forget that missionary teacher says, it matters to the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> I never forget that. Amen. It does. And it does matter to the Lord. Amen. And we're going to see as to why. Second Thessalonians chapter number two gives us the clear understanding of when the rapture of the church will happen. Now, we, when we say when the rapture of the church will happen, we are, we're clear that the Bible makes it clear that that day and hour knoweth no man. The scripture makes that clear. Many in the past have erroneously tried to determine the timing of the rapture. I remember years ago uh, reading about uh, 88 reasons why the rapture will happen in 1998, 1988. And of course, we know it didn't, obviously. I remember a few years back when I was in Jamaica, amen, and, and uh, I think this is around maybe 2002, and uh, Harold Camping came out with all these big 
uh, you know, signs saying uh, the rapture's coming, the Lord's coming, and so forth. And, and, you know, we know that didn't happen in 2002. So we're not here to tell you, you know, the rapture's going to happen at this date, at this time, and so forth. No, but the Bible gives us a clear timing of when it will happen in regards, in regards to it happening or occurring before the seven-year period of tribulation. This is what the scriptures clearly teach, and we're going to see as to why. Second Thessalonians chapter number two, the Bible says this in verse number one. Now we beseech you, brethren. Of course, this is the Apostle Paul, amen, the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul writing to the, to the church in Thessalonica. And he says, now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Verse 3 says, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Amen. Praise God. And so we want to look at that right now. In 2 Thessalonians, they were talking, amen, uh, rather the Apostle Paul was correcting uh, the idea of the, the church of, of Thessalonica who believed that they were going through the tribulational period, that they've missed the rapture and that they were going through the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord refers to the day of God's wrath, God's judgment, amen. And so because the Bible says in the Old Testament very clearly in Joel and other places that the day of the Lord is a day of darkness and gloominess, amen, of thick blackness. It's a day of God's wrath. And so the day of the Lord is not the rapture. Let me repeat that again. The day of the Lord is not the rapture of the church. Many have erroneously believed that it's not. The day of the Lord is the day when God's wrath is poured and his judgment is poured upon the earth. Amen. Now, they thought this, the church in Thessalonica thought they were going through the day of the Lord. They thought they missed the rapture and they're going through the day of God's wrath. Amen. And we know that by verse two, the apostle Paul writes under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by letter, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Then verse three says, let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And the man and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Amen. So there's two things that have to happen before. Not the rapture. Now, understand that. Not the rapture. Two things have to happen before the day of the Lord. Amen. And that is there must come a falling away first, the Bible says. And the man of sin, or we understand him to be the Antichrist, to be revealed or manifested to the world. Understand that. In order for the day of the Lord to come to fruition, to come to pass, there has to come first, number one, a falling away, an apostasy, an apostasy, a turning away, a turning, a rejection of biblical Christianity and the man of sin being made manifest to this ungodly, perverse world. And then once those two things occur, we know that we are in the day of the Lord, the day of God's judgment and wrath upon this present world. Now, the the. Church in Thessalonica thought they were going through the day of the Lord. And that's why the Apostle Paul had to correct them on that. Amen. Now, they knew this. They already knew that, that, that the church was going up before the rapture. Amen. And that's why they were troubled by it. That's why they were so uh, taken back by it. How, do, how did they know that? Well, in First Corinth, Thessalonians chapter number one, or rather chapter number four, First, First Thessalonians, I'm sorry, chapter number four, Amen. The first epistle that the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Thessalonica, he teaches them that the rapture of the church will occur in verses 13 to 18. Amen. 
And then in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, he talks about the day of the Lord, but the, of the times and seasons, in verse 1 it says, but of the times and seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you, you for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. So the Bible teaches that there will come destruction on the day of the Lord, when the day of the Lord occurs or comes to pass. Amen. God's judgment on this earth. But before that comes, we understand the verse, the verses before that in First Thessalonians chapter number four, verses 13 to 18, talk about the rapture. Amen. The snatching away of the church up to meet the Lord. And then comes the day of the Lord. And the church of Thessalonica knew this very well. And But somebody wrote them or something happened. Somebody deceived them somehow, amen, by word, by letter, amen, saying it was from Paul or from the apostles or whatever the case may be, and confused and deceived or attempted to deceive the church in Thessalonica. Now, the apostle Paul is correcting their uh, false understanding, amen, because they thought they are going through the day of the Lord and they were not. Amen. Because that's what it means that the day of the Lord is, is at hand. That word at hand does not mean future. It means that the day of the Lord has come already in the Greek. So they thought the day of the Lord has come already, but it did not. And that's what the Apostle Paul is writing to them right now, because two things have to happen, as we just mentioned. And I'm mentioning it again for a purpose and a reason to, to reiterate how serious it is. The day of the Lord will not come except there come a falling away first, apostasy, and the man of sin revealed. We've talked about the apostasy so many times, amen? We talked about, you know, churches accepting divorce and remarriage. Now they're supporting these things and, and justifying people living in sin and people living in adultery. Now, of course, justifying homosexuality. The Anglican Church in the United Kingdom, in, in England and so forth, is justifying uh, homosex the sin of homosexuality, amen, and sin of transgenderism. And, and so forth. And, and, and it's growing. Amen. There's preachers now supporting watching pornography. Amen. There's preachers now supporting living in fornication. There's preachers now saying there's no more hell. There's a falling away first. And that's happening now. And it's growing in intensity. People are justifying loving the world. It's okay to go to the movie theater. It's okay. Amen. To uh, listen to ungodly secular worldly music. It's okay to collaborate with the world and so forth. We, we've talked about it and we'll continue to talk about it in greater detail. But we want to focus right now on what the Bible says in the next few verses. Amen. In particular, when the Bible says down to verse number, uh, verse number seven, six and seven, the Bible says, and now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Now, this is powerful. The Bible says, amen. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let. Until he be taken, hallelujah, out of the way. Hallelujah. What is this that, that is letting? What does it mean that he who now letteth will let until be, he be taken out of the way? Amen. Well, we're going to look at what that means amen, in, in detail. Praise God. That word amen means the word uh, letteth. Amen. The word letteth literally, literally means to hold down. Amen. It means to hold down, to cease. Amen. Hallelujah. To retain. And that word means to that mean that is that word is referring to the restraining power. Amen. Of the Holy Ghost. That's holding down the wicked from being revealed. Who? The Antichrist. That's what it's done. 
Because the mystery of iniquity is already working. It's not holding down the mystery of iniquity. Amen? The Bible says in the mystery of iniquity in verse number 6, very clearly, it, it, the Bible says, amen, that rather in verse 7, the mystery of iniquity doth already work. So it's working already. Amen? It's doing its work right now. Amen? And so it's active right now. The mystery of iniquity is active. So it's not withholding down the mystery of iniquity, but it's holding back the revealing of the Antichrist, the man of sin. That's what the, that is what is withholding right now. Now, we know that the, we know that the believer, every true born-again Bible-believing Christian, amen, hallelujah, who was regenerated by the Spirit of God, who was born again from above, amen, by the Holy Ghost, amen, has the Spirit of God living inside of them. And so what that means is that we now have the Holy Ghost, amen, living inside of us, praise God. And what the Spirit of God does, he is light, amen, he is righteousness, he is truth, amen. And so what the Spirit of God does, he, 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 so the Bible refers to us as being salt and light, amen. And what salt does, salt preserves righteousness. So if you have salt in something, right, to try to preserve, years ago they'd have salt fish and they would, they would put uh, the salt in the fish to preserve it from decaying. And so why the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ calls us salt and light is because we are, amen, holding back the decaying of this perverse world. We're holding back the sin from having its full reign and sway. And so this is what the Bible means. He who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. The restraining power of the Holy Ghost living inside of every true born again Bible believer. Amen. Hallelujah. Will one day be taken out of the way through, via through the rapture, amen, of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. How do we know that this is what it means? Amen. Well, clearly, amen. It talks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul talks and says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and, and by our gathering together unto him. Amen. The gathering together, amen, hallelujah, unto him is in, is in direct teaching of the taking away. Amen. He who not letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Taken out of the way. Amen? So that word, the understanding of that which is being uh, taken, amen, out of the way, directly, amen, refers to the snatching of the Holy Ghost, of the, of the people of God into the hands of the Savior. When the Lord Jesus Christ calls us back to himself. Amen? That's exactly what it's referring to. So there's something that's holding back. So what, it, what, the Holy, what the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul is teaching is that the Christian, the true Bible-believing church, will not see the revealing of the Antichrist until they come back with the Lord after the seven-year period of tribulation. No, sir. We will not see, we will not see the revealing of the Antichrist. And no true born-again Bible-believing Christian will see. Why? Because they will be taken up. They will be taken up before he is revealed. He who now letteth will let until, listen now, he be taken out. Hallelujah of the way. Amen. Glory be to God. And that's what the Apostle Paul is teaching. Amen. The church at Corinth. How do we know this further? Well, let's look at this now. Amen. Go back to Daniel. Amen. The book of Daniel in the Old Testament. Let's go back to the book of Daniel in the Old Testament, chapter number nine. Daniel chapter number nine. And we go down to verse number 27. The Bible says, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Now, 
Now, the Bible says, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even unto the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Now, the Bible here is talking concerning, we're not going to go into all the details, but it's talking concerning the Antichrist. He shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. The one week refers to a period of seven years, amen? This is what we understand is Daniel's 70th week. And then we can go back and further talk about the, the uh, 70 weeks that are, that are determined upon the people of Israel and so forth. We're not going to go into all of that right now because we don't have the time, unfortunately. But we want to go, amen, and talk about this last week, the last week. For he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Six 69 weeks, amen, have been fulfilled already, amen, from the time of the rebuilding of, of Jerusalem to now the cutting up of the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. That prophecy has already come to pass, 69 weeks. Now, we're looking now at the last week, the last seven-year period, and that's referring to the time of the Great Tribulation. And the Bible says here, in, in what I'm trying to get at here in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, is teaching that the Antichrist, amen, will confirm the covenant with many for one week. What does that mean? That means that the Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition, will be revealed before the seven-year period of tribulation. I repeat, here's what the scripture says. He shall confirm the covenant with many from one week, the Antichrist. Which means clearly that the Antichrist will be revealed, will be revealed, amen, at the beginning of of the seven-year period of tribulation. the Antichrist. So what does the Bible teach about when the day of the Lord will happen in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2? It teaches that very clearly. The Antichrist, amen, hallelujah, once he is revealed, the day of the Lord begins. So that makes it very clear that the day of the Lord begins at when he's revealed. And when is he revealed? When he confirms a covenant with many for seven years. At the beginning of the seven-year period of tribulation. The Antichrist is revealed. The day of the Lord begins, which means that the rapture must happen before, hallelujah, the day of God's wrath, before the seven-year period of tribulation. This is clear in the scripture. There is absolutely no confusion whatsoever concerning it. This is why the Holy Ghost allowed 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2, amen, to be in the page of the Holy Scriptures. Why? To confirm that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the true Bible-believing church, will not go through the day of the Lord, will not go through God's wrath. That's why the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, amen, that we are not subject to wrath, but to obtain salvation, amen? And what does that mean? The wrath is, is not that wrath, amen, that he's talking about, of course, we're not subject to wrath to go to hell, but it's talking in the context of the day of the Lord. For In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and Verse number nine, for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's, in, it's speaking in respect that the church of God is not subject, hallelujah, unto the day of the Lord. We are not subject to receive, amen, God's wrath. Any preacher that tells you that is lying to you, is telling you lies, is not telling you the truth. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is not waiting to see the revelation of the Antichrist. No, we are looking for that blessed hope, hallelujah and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're not looking for the revealing of the Antichrist. We're looking for the revealing of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Messiah. The world is waiting 
for their Messiah to be revealed, the Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition. No, sir. We're not waiting for him. We're waiting for our Savior. Hallelujah. The one that loved us, who died for us, who went to prepare a place for us, and who's coming again, amen, to receive us unto himself, that where he is, there we're, there may we be also. He said that in John's Gospel, chapter number 14. Hallelujah. The rapture of the church, amen, will occur before the revealing of the Antichrist. He who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way now. That's why we are seeing an apostasy. People living sin. People going to the dance halls. People going and listening to the ungodly perverse music of this world. Having a cigarette. Having an alcoholic drink. Going to the bars. Amen. Loving this world. Amen. Going to the movie theaters. Watching Spider-Man, Batman, X-Men and all this garbage from the pit of hell. Amen somebody. And that's what people are doing. Just loving the world. Not, not desiring to go through that straight and narrow gate. Not desiring to turn away from sin. Not desiring, amen, to present the bodies of living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God, which is the reasonable service. But being conformed to the world, oh sir, listen, it's time, amen, to come out there, hallelujah, of any apostate church. Live holy. Walk in the spirit, amen. Do not walk after the flesh while the Savior is about to come. The rapture of the church is about to take place, amen. And that's why the Bible says in Matthew's gospel, chapter number 24, amen, hallelujah, that, the, that he can come at any time, amen. He can, Jesus, the Lord, the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, could come at any time. Well, amen. And that's why we need to be ready to meet him. The Bible says, therefore, be ye ready. Amen. Also ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. The only way that that verse, amen, can be fulfilled is the understanding of a pre-tribulational rapture of the church. That the rapture will occur before the seven-year period of tribulation. Amen. Praise God. Because many are believing that the rapture, Amen. The rapture of the church is not real. It's not biblical. It's not real. It's not biblical. Well, if it wasn't real and biblical, certainly Apostle Paul would have, wouldn't have given so much time to it. Amen. The Savior wouldn't have told us to be ready if there was no rapture of the church. Because that means the Lord is not coming back for his people to take them up to heaven. Well, the Apostle Paul makes it clear that, that, that our gathering together under him, amen, will happen. It's going to occur. The rapture is biblical. Amen. Hallelujah. Just because, oh, they say, well, the word rapture is not in the Bible. Look, the word Bible is not in the Bible. If the word rapture only uh, teaches us, it's a theological term to teach us, amen, a biblical teaching. That's all it means. Amen. The word Trinity is not in the Bible, but it, it refers to a, 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 a biblical concept. And that's the whole thing with the word rapture. It refers to the snatching and catching away, amen, to be caught up, amen, to meet the Lord in the clouds in the air. Amen. The word rapture came possibly from the uh, Latin Vulgate rapio, amen were to be caught up, but the, but the understanding is there. The teaching is there, and the Lord is coming back for his people. That's why we have to have our garments white and ready. Amen. That's why we can't go ahead and just love the world and listen to uh, every, everybody who thinks it's okay to go ahead and live in sin. Amen. Joseph Prince and others think it's okay. You know, you're under grace, almost giving people a license to go and commit all kinds of iniquity, and you're fine. The Bible said, with the holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Amen. Don't listen to nobody. Amen. Telling you lies like that. The Bible teaches us that if we do not walk in the spirit, amen, we will, we will reap corruption if we walk after the flesh and damnation, amen, and condemnation. So now, the Bible says, he who not letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Amen. The spirit of God is restraining Right now, the Antichrist from being revealed, from having full sway, from, for sin, from, from sin taking over this perverse world. But it will happen. The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. 
And it's going to come like that to the world, not to the body of Christ, not to the church of God who are truly saved. No, to the false religion, false religious church. Yes, of course. They, they're living, they're, they're of the world anyway. They don't know God. Amen. They've never been born again. They're trusting their good works. They're trusting, amen, in their denomination or their church to save them. Amen. They're trusting in all these things, but they're not trusting the Savior to, to redeem them from sin. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. And so the Bible makes it clear that we have to be born again. Amen. In John's gospel, chapter three, we have to repent of our sin. Amen. In Luke chapter 13, verse three. Amen. Except you repent, you shall all likewise perish and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And so the scripture teaches us that the rapture of the church, and this is not, this is not an opinion. This is biblical fact, will happen before the seven-year period of tribulation. Now, what about these other views? Amen. The, 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 pre the pre-wrath view, amen, which believes that the Lord will come after the sixth seal is open. What about the uh, mid-tribulation of you, which believes that the Lord will come in the middle of the seven-year period of tribulation? What about the post-tribulation of you, which believes that Jesus will come after the seven-year period of tribulation? Well, it means that those views are all totally false. They're wrong, 100%. And there's no question about it whatsoever at all, period. Because Second Thessalonians reveals that the Antichrist, the day of the Lord, begins at the revealing of the Antichrist. If he's revealed when he makes a covenant with many for one week, that solves the whole issue. That means he's revealed. That means the day of the Lord begins. It's clear. And that means the rapture happens before the Antichrist is revealed. That's when he's revealed. He's revealed not when he uh, sets up the abomination that make a desolate at the at, in the middle of the of the uh, tribulation he is not revealed when he dies from a, a, a horrible assassination and then is resurrected no that's not when he's revealed he's revealed when he confirms the covenant with many for one week hallelujah and that's how we know amen the rapture of the church begins amen or occurs before the seven-year period of tribulation now, money on YouTube is saying, oh, no, it, it, there's no rapture. And people are saying there's no rapture. They're lying. They, they're, they're deceiving multitudes of individuals. Amen. They say, oh, well, there's not two comings of the Lord. Listen, Jesus is coming back for his church. Amen. That's clear. Second, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1, it makes it clear. Verses 6 and 7. And the Bible also teaches us very clearly that that. Uh, that when he comes back, amen, he's coming back for his people in the clouds, and then we shall ever be with the Lord. Then it teaches in Revelation 19 that we come back with the Savior to rule and reign with him for 1,000 years. Amen. So we come back out of heaven. Very clear. Amen. Hallelujah. Having the, the marriage supper of the Lamb and so forth. Amen. Getting our garments white and ready and all those things. And so it's clear that the rapture of the church will not occur Amen. After the sixth seal is open or, or in the middle of the tribulation or at the end of the tribulation, but only before the seven year period of tribulation. He who now letteth, amen, will let. He who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. This world's going to grow more evil, more ungodly, more perverse, amen, more hellish. People are marrying objects. People are now, men are marrying men, women are marrying women, just like Sodom and Gomorrah, amen. People, it's getting more worse. People are trying to marry animals now. All kinds of perversion and sick and filth and ungodliness is occurring in this world, amen. And the Bible's evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, be, believing that they're transgender. People are still probably not, what's it, where's it going to go to now? They're going to believe, amen, now that maybe they're a dog or cat or whatever it is. It's all kinds of demonic activity growing worse, amen, and worse and worse and worse. That's why these demon spirits will come out in the book of Revelation, amen, hallelujah, and, 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 and 
torment men for a space of six months. Listen, the Bible is coming to pass and it will come to pass to the exact detail. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Savior, the Son of God, not a prophet, because he's more than a prophet. He's a son of God. He's God Almighty who died on the cross for your sin and my sin. And if we do not know him as our Savior, we don't have the true God. We don't, if we don't have him as, as the Son of God, we are not worshiping the true God. You must be born again, my friend. You need to repent of your sin. You need to get ready because Jesus is coming. If you're loving the world, turn away from it. Get out of it. Don't love sin. Don't love those movies. Don't love the ungodly, filthy music of, of Beyonce, Jay-Z, and, and Taylor Swift, or whatever it may be, 50 Cent, or whatever ungodly, worldly music it is, Bob Marley, or whatever it is. Turn away amen from your sin turn away from your iniquity turn away from pornography from homosexuality transgender adultery fornication whatever unforgiveness whatever sin it is repent and get saved hallelujah and the holy ghost will enable you to live the christian life when you come to the lord jesus christ listen my friend if you do not know the savior the lord jesus christ he's coming back to judge you didn't you need to know him as your savior and not as your judge that will condemn you to eternal wrath eternal damnation and hell you can know him as your Savior today. You can be ready to go to heaven and not go to hell. You can pr just pray this prayer with me and mean it from your heart because the prayer itself cannot save you. But only when you repent and trust the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, as your personal Lord and Savior, can you be ready to make it to heaven. Amen. If you mean it with your heart, he'll save you. Just pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin. I believe that you are the Son of God that rose again from the dead, went to heaven, and is coming back again. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior, my God, amen, both now and forever. And I trust you alone for my salvation, not my church, not a denomination, but only you, Lord Jesus. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, I will live and serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer, amen, and you meant it with all your heart, Praise God. You are now born again, child of God. Amen. You will just want to be so kind to go on our website. Amen. And write to us. Amen. And we'll send you a free booklet of what it means to be born again. Absolutely free. Amen. Just go on our website, internationaldeliveranceministries.org, and we'll send that to you. Praise God. At no cost to you whatsoever. Amen. By the grace of God. Hallelujah. And also, if you want to support this ministry, just go online to our, our website. Go on to the donation page amen if you feel from the lord whatever gift you give no gift is too small no gift is too large for the lord's work amen as we preach this gospel amen throughout the whole world throughout africa amen and of course all around in canada the united states all around the world amen via the internet we give god thanks and praise amen for all that he's done and all that he will continue to do we love you we're praying for you god bless Jesus, I need